Welcome back to the Stankscast. I'm Jonathan. That's John, and I'm Emily. Drawing games like Pictionary obviously have an immediate draw because. <laughs> because. <laughs> is that the, when, when somebody's looking for a drawing game, it's probably because they play Pictionary. So when you can draw an immediate line from there to the new one, then you've got you've, you've already got them partially pre-sold on what the idea is going to be. Uh, Telestrations has to be the number one drawing game that we recommend at Snakes and Lions. Always. 100%. Uh, the only time when you wouldn't recommend this is if they've got five players or less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Telestrations is like Pictionary meets Broken Telephone. Each player is given this little booklet that like flips, like a little flip book almost. And, mm-hmm. you know, one page says, guess the thing. The other page says, draw the thing. The other one, the next one says, guess the thing, draw the thing, guess the thing, draw the thing. And how it works is at the beginning of the game, you're given a thing to draw. You draw it on the draw the thing page. Yeah, you page pa- one. Page, page one. You pass it. The person to, like, clockwise from you looks at it and says... I wonder what the hell this is. <laughs> and once they think they've figured it out, they flip the page, they write down what they think it is, they pass it to the person next to them, that past person looks at that word, tries to draw it as best they can, and then it restarts. And Telestrations is great because it exploits exactly what people worry about in drawing games. Like we were talking about last time, how people are worried about drawing games uh, that they need skill to play them. And Telestrations is reliant on you being awful at drawing. And rushed, and rushed. You want to set a timer? Like, I think it comes with a timer in the box, but I always tell people, like, set the, like... 15 second timer on your phone. Just do it. Just like crank them out. Possible situation to draw in is the best time to play Telestrations. Exactly. If you're good at drawing, you should be forced to use your offhand. Yes. When you're playing Telestrations. Well, what we want is terrible, bad drawings. People can't perhaps inebriated. Earth, they are. That that helps too. Um, But yeah, because what you wind up with is the broken telephone thing, where by the time your book gets back around to you, it the the guesses are nothing even remotely like what it started as. And, and Telestrations is good because it's not necessarily a very competitive sort of game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there are scoring... Yeah, like, there's points in the game, but kind of like games like Concept, what's the point? Yeah. The point yeah. is just to have fun and guess. Yeah. And, that pl- and playing show and tell when you get to the end. Okay, here's yes. my word, here's the picture I drew, and here's what John thought that was, and here's the picture of that that Emily tried to draw. Actually, a good example, I tell this to a lot of customers, is my favorite memory in Telestrations. It was one time we were playing it as a family. Um, I started off with the word seagull, okay? okay? So I did like the, you know, like the really lazy seagull, like two arches yeah. just in the middle of a blank white space. And uh, it was a full table of eight, I believe. By the time it got back to me, I flipped through the book and slowly yet surely, my little garbage seagull drawing became Van Gogh crying naked in a bathtub. <laughs> and the drawing was fantastic. <laughs> it's magical. Yeah, what I what I tell people if they really really want to make to score for illustrations is just like vote on your favorite book, you know? Say like I think that the progression in John's book is the most funny. Like mm. from Seagull to Van Gogh crying alone in a bathtub. That, that's pretty epic. That gets my vote. And then you just have everyone <laughs> raise their hand for their favorite and then someone gets to feel satisfied that they have a point or that they're Fun points. Well, yeah. the best thing about that points. is that no yeah, matter which fun points, no matter which book gets picked, you contributed to that book in some way, mm-hmm. either with one of your guesses or with one of your drawings. In a way, it's a teamwork game. It kind of is. To see and how only, bad we are. At how bad we can fail at drawing. <laughs> yeah. It's 
It's so good. That's the thing. I've heard some people suggest that if you make it from step one to step, and I mean your last step, without anything changing, you get a point. But that's boring. Yeah, exactly. That's boring. Yeah, that's not, not the what point. You wanted that's not this. the point. And, uh, and 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 again, it, it it really really lowers the emotional stakes and allows what would be a pretty intimidating genre of game to be something that's just going to be a laugh riot for everybody, regardless Absolutely. of skill level. And if you want to laugh even more, if this is your kind of humor, following the Cards Against Humanity trend, Telestrations now has an adult version. After Dark. Telestrations yeah. After Dark, yeah. Um, so if you want to draw inappropriate adult themes poorly to make your friends laugh, then... Yeah, so here's the thing. Whenever my friends play Telestrations, like regular vanilla Telestrations, it pretty much always winds up going there anyway. So, uh, I... I don't know. It feels kind of redundant. To it me. seems redundant in a way. Uh, it depends on the people you're playing with at the table, how ridiculous and creative they feel like being, I guess. Or how dirty-minded um, they are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because like uh, before After Dark became a thing, the the popular thing to do with Telestrations was just toss out the cards and use the white cards from Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> and right. in a way, it's you know that it's going to go dark, weird places when you're starting with uh, original ideas like... Two midgets pooping into a bucket. That's always the first card anybody thinks of when they think well, cards against humanity. Well, because it's a memorable. That image. was the first one I was thinking of too. I was like, oh, what are some cards against humanity? Oh, it's the midget. Of course, it's yeah. going to be the. Well, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> there are other ways to do this. Even a person who is bad at drawing can still succeed at portrayal, otherwise known as identique. Have you guys ever seen this one? Seen it on the wall. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I haven't. So. Seen it. It's, it works like this. One player has a picture. It's a cartoon. And uh, there's a list of ten things that are in that cartoon. And the person who can see the cartoon cannot see the list. In fact, nobody can see the list yet. Um, so we start the clock. You give, you give it a good long time for this. 90 seconds. The person with the picture starts describing it verbally to everybody else. Who will try to reproduce it as well as they can. Oh, I think I have played this. So, yeah. Or play something similar. Uh-huh. You can say anything you want, but you cannot show anything. You can't mime. You can't do any sort of uh, vis- visible gestures. It's all got to be with words. They can't see anything. So when time is up, the person with the cartoon will then remove the shield, and they can now see this list of ten things that are present in this cartoon. And we'll start announcing them one at a time. The man on the unicycle has three fingers on his left hand. So everybody for whom they're drawing as this as being true holds up their hand, and they get one point each, and they'll mark this thing off. The uh, ice cream, the ice cream cone has two scoops on it. You know, everybody, everybody holds their hand feels like this. And the idea is that the uh, for each of these things that you got right, you get a point. You don't necessarily have to be have drawn it very well. All it has to be is in there. Okay. And for each of these things that at least one person got right, the describer scores a point. So for the, for the describer, ideally what you want is for one and only one person to get each of these things right, but different people to get each one. <laughs> so it becomes a sort of a word game. It's a game about verbal communication. It's a game about listening. And, oh yeah, there's drawing in it. But, uh, but again, skill isn't the issue. They're actually, on the back of the box, they show you two drawings. One made by somebody who's made a beautiful, beautiful image, and the other it's just a sort of a stick figure chicken scratch. And the chicken scratch scores 10 points because all these things are actually in there and they're all correct. (laughs) 
and the beautiful one gets like two points because yeah even though it looks good it's wrong about all these different things so other than portrayal what other drawing games do we have like I know that on the wall we have Pictomania uh, I haven't had a chance right. to play it yet have you guys played Pictomania as you have you nope okay so Vladika Vatiel sort of the chimera of tabletop game design of this generation he produces party games like code names and bunny bunny moose moose he makes ridiculous complicated strategy games like mage knight and space alert such a bizarre resume he's weird <laughs> and kind of amazing for it uh, he decided he wanted to do pictionary and it's pretty much exactly what you would expect his take on pictionary to be like um, each player is both drawing and guessing at the same time under what? pressure so, okay, we've got a big old list of objects over to one side, and everybody can see them. These objects have, like, numbers and symbols associated with them so that you can, you know, and you've got a set of cards with numbers and symbols on them, so you can make your guess as to what it's going to be without anybody seeing this. Uh, each player gets secret cards that show them which of the items on this list they're supposed to be drawing. So you all start drawing at once, and while you're drawing, you're watching to see what the other players are drawing. And if I think I know what the red player's drawing, I'm going to take my red card with the matching number that fits the thing on the list that is numbered that for the thing. I'm going to put that down in the middle. So what you're saying is that this is Pictionary designed to give me a heart attack. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, it's designed to make you feel inadequate not only as an artist, but as a guesser at the same time. Oh my um, god, that's a nightmare. It, it, it really is. Uh, it's because those, those are the two things you can screw up on in Pictionary. You can fail to identify what somebody's drawing, and you can fail to draw something that anybody can identify. Well, you get to do both at once here, and you have to do both as quickly as possible. It's horrifying. So there's this pile of cards that gets larger and larger in the middle of the table. Guesses that come in earlier are worth more points, uh, but they also... They, they also they also might be wrong. Yep, and if they are, they cost you more points oh, if you brought them oh in no, early. That's even worse. So we keep on taking, we keep on placing our guesses out here. And once somebody is out, that's it. So if you didn't actually make any guesses, if all you did was draw, then guess how many points you get? Yeah, um, you score for being right about these guesses, and you also score when other people are right about your drawing. So you have an incentive to draw stuff that other people can tell what the heck it is. So kind of like the other games we were talking about, this is absolutely one of those games geared towards making you face plant. Yes. And, Dramatic uh, failure. Pretty much. Uh, unlike most of these others, though, there's no downtime. And I think that's actually kind of important because the downtime is when you get to relax and laugh when you see these things. Uh, Pictomania, it's just a crazy mad dash. It's a gamer's game. It is. Where you're drawing. If you've got somebody who likes Settlers of Catan and you want to play... Pictionary with them and make them cry. Um, make yourself cry probably because if they're a Catan player, they're like, oh yes, I can see how the interlocking mechanics result in a victory point optimization scheme that leads to, yeah, that's that that's in there, but also horrendous failure. So, thanks, Flada. That's it for today. Uh, join us on Friday when we talk about drawing games where you do other things and then just draw stuff and guess the stuff that other people have drawn. Or is it even a drawing at that point? Mm-hmm.